episode 78, is that right? I thought he said 72. I don't know. Welcome to episode 78 with your favorite host in the world. The only person you listen to. That's life. What's up, though? We're going to talk about... I don't know. I'm kind of stuck with what I'm going to call this. And I always deal with this every time I jump on the podcast. So what the heck am I going to call this episode? Um, I've kind of faded away a little bit from like nutrition talk. And I'm kind of like, I don't know. I want to share kind of this little like journey and story that I'm going through. And I want you guys to be able to use ideally some of the pain points or learning points for myself to maybe apply it to your life, right? So like last week on the podcast, I was talking about that there's growth or sorry, there's a fear within pain, right? And that was a story that literally came from myself. Usually a lot of my podcast ideas come from clients or conversations that I've had at work or just general health things that I'm dealing with, with either myself or obviously majority of clients in my business. And last week's and this week's or stuff that I'm going through that I kind of just want to reflect back to you guys because I think there's a lot of like there's a lot of learning opportunities learning from other people and it doesn't they don't need to be better than you or worse than you I think everyone when you really take the time to listen um, and help apply it to others and apply it to yourself there's so much learning capacity in that uh, I was just having a conversation this morning with my client when I was golfing on Wednesday and I got paired up with, you know, these guys were, two of them were retired, one wasn't, and just older guys. And I've, I was telling my client, I was like, I actually kind of like talking to like, you know, grandparents or, I don't know, I don't want to put people in a bucket, but I've always been attracted to just like learning from those people. Like, hey, you've lived so much life, right? You're, you're twice the age of me or two and a half times as old as I am. You know, teach me your stuff, learn from me. So right now I'm going through this period of, been running the business for six years. I'm finally, we found location two. So I'm starting to go through this process. And I've just really had a lot of time, you know, over the course of six years, especially, but like a lot of time now of really my mental capacity, my mental energy going towards just like reflection, right? And and I think about this as how similar my business career has been to like how some of my lifting stuff is, right? Where there's there's this discomfort in growth, right? There's these things that you need to sacrifice in order to level up in life. Um, and it doesn't need to be just like your workouts. This could, could be any area of life as always. And I try to keep this podcast as like holistic to lifestyle as possible for you guys. Um, but right now, you know, I'm kind of going through this phase where I was like stuck in kind of how my training was, right? And my training is Every time my training is really leveled up, there was a lot of training and there was a lot of sacrifice in order to get towards towards those goals. I personally have not had really specific goals inside the gym besides just the consistency behind doing the workouts. Um, and I think that's for my mental thing, right? Like I've always had competitions with men's physique or there was that short period of CrossFit and there was a long period of sports and you know, I love being super competitive and having different areas to grow into. And I think it's so important, not only just with life in general, through work or through fitness or through your hobbies to, you know, fill the cups or fill those voids maybe that you don't have anymore that maybe you had as a kid or a younger adult and trying to find those other opportunities. And But also the understanding that being in a place of maintenance is not a bad thing, right? I think a, a lot of times complacency and maintenance can be looked at as, well, you're not growing, 
so it's inherently a bad thing but what if your choice is to kind of stay where you are at like what if you don't really have goals right now why stress about something that why try to create something that you don't have or maybe don't even have the desire to right maybe it's an external pressure coming from a different place versus yourself that's causing you to think that right so I've been kind of thinking about this a lot with like the relationship between my training and kind of, you know, my business career. And over the course of since I've opened up the gym, before I opened up the gym, I always wanted three or five locations. Always been the thing, right? 2019 came where I was starting to be like, we're really catching some momentum. We're almost full. The beginning of 2020, I really, I found a building and I thought I was going to lock it down. Of course, during, for those that know the story, the week of shutdown was the same week I pulled the plug in the building because I told the broker, I was like, I just don't feel comfortable right now. I don't know where the world's going to go. And uh, I listened to my gut. My gut was right because the world shut down weeks later. And, you know, so it was a very, it was a very easy decision then knowing where the world was, you know, and kind of things were going. And then the pandemic brought me this different sense of freedom and different perspective kind of on life with work. Um... You know, one of the notes that I have for a podcast topic, you know, maybe down the road, and I obviously want to talk about a little bit today, too, is like this idea of work-life balance. And I think the pandemic, for the first time, kind of forced me into some of these different perspectives on work-life balance. My industry, I've always worked really, really early and worked majority of the day and had a break in the middle of the day. So we, like, as trainers, we work, you know, majority of the morning shift and the evening shift, and we kind of have dead times in the middle of the day. Uh, the pandemic gave me the time, granted, obviously to help employees make more money. I gave up some of my work and some of my shifts so they can stay busy, but I, then I stopped working, right? And then I started to really develop this appreciation for these things that I wasn't doing as much that I thought I would like to do, right? Like having the time to read or having a little bit of a slower morning for me, or maybe because like I naturally was going to bed really late, having the time to sleep a couple extra hours to actually hit a normal healthy quota of sleep. I developed this appreciation for it, right? Um, and then as time kept going through the pandemic, obviously, and getting out of that shit show was required a lot of work and it was just a big headache. But then, you know, over the last year, the team that we have right now, Paul Otto, one of the things I've learned in business, and I think we should really just take an appreciation for life. Like when you have a good team, when you have a good support system, when you have good friends, when you have good family, um, I had this as one of my real topics that like, I think you, I'm more scared to lose people than possessions, right? Like I'm more scared in my life. If I had more fear or anything like losing money, scary, losing cars, assets, the business. Like I went through that mental journey in the beginning of the pandemic. Like what if the gym does shut down because I can't afford to keep this thing open because the government's not allowing me to do my job. Um, and I really have always come back to this perspective in this conversation with myself that Worst case scenario, am I still going to be alive and okay for this? If I lost my business, would that be the end of the world? Yes, it'd be hard, but no, it would not be the end of the world. Okay, now that it's not the end of the world, I need to move on from this anxiety or stress or this thought that I've had in my head. And that's kind of the way I tend to view most of the things for me is just like, you know, really objectively, right? at the end of the day, like, yes, emotionally, things will be hard, um, but it's not the end of the world. So now coming back to that story, like, you know, 2021, 2022, especially like we had this team that we have now and we've had the same team for almost about a year, maybe Jamie about a half a year, but like everyone else has been here for a year or more. And some of them for a very long time, obviously, like Evan and Glenn, but for the most part, like the team's really solid. And I grew this appreciation with like, wow, I finally feel like the business is at a place where not only do we have a rock solid team, 
I'm also not as much of the face and the dependent for the business to grow and sustain itself, right? As a business owner, one of the journeys that I think we go through and some business people like have to really make the decision on is like some people own their job and some people own a business, right? I love what I do, which is why I never really wanted to be strictly a business owner that just operates behind the screens and doesn't really be involved with the day-to-day -day or the culture. Like I've never wanted to be that person. So as time has really gone on, I've really grown this appreciation for this value around the community of people that I have around me, right? The people that you guys watching or listening to this, like the people that I work with, the whole nine yards, right? So I've really grown this appreciation for it. And I really learned that like the reason why I love supporting local, like the reason why I'd rather give my money to a farmer um, at the farmer's market or the reason why I'd rather support a small business um, or not a corporation of some sort, not to say that I don't or I don't want to, I'd rather always just make the, the local my bigger priority financially for me giving back because A, I realize like how hard and stressful it is to not only just run a business successfully, um, but even just to make meets in that also like, I just come from that like, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I always call it my beach boy mentality. Like, I don't know, as like a, as a beach boy, a beach vibe, I always feel like, man, you just wanna support the people around you. You wanna support the locals. It's just kind of this point of view. And um, so my decision on business kind of changed a little bit and I don't really wanna get too far ahead of myself, but I, I've made the decision that I was like, you know what, I don't think I wanna own four or five. Maybe I wanna do two or three. And the reason why is I really wanna make the culture, right? Because coming back to why I wanna support local is like, I like supporting mom and pop shops, right? I like supporting people that built it from the ground up. I like supporting, you know, everything that's not this just this huge machine of a business. And I think that's really one of the things that I try to pride myself on with our business too is like, and something I tell the team all the time is like, we are the reason why people keep coming back here. The workouts might be good. The model might be different. Like we definitely have things that differentiate us and that, you know, things that we could scale into a big business one day, who knows? Um, but I think the culture is really, really an important thing. And one of the things that I, my favorite franchise models is Chick-fil-A, right? Like how successful they've become over the last 50 years and how big and billions and billions and billions of dollars of the valuation. And they still only open six days a week because they stay true to their values of being closed on Sunday. When they have a franchise uh, that they sell, they have a really, really strict vetting process on who they accept. And then they only allow you, I think it's one or two locations only. So you can't even open this thing. So don't, they don't, they look past the business. They look past the money and they look really into the values and morals of what we're doing. So over time, I've kind of just like gotten down and this is a story will tie in for those that are still here listening. <laughs> um, you know, so I've really, as we've gotten closer to location two, went through the headaches of even just trying to find the location. I'm sure I'm going to go through plenty of headaches of building it out, dealing with the city, hiring a good team and doing this whole thing process over that last six months, I got to a place where almost where my training was, right? Like where I felt like I was kind of in maintenance mode, right? And the reason why I felt like I was in maintenance mode is I wasn't, I was, I still have my personal training clients. I'm still meeting with the team. I'm still in the gym. So I get exposure for most of the clients, maybe not as much in the morning people, obviously, but like, I'm still there, but I'm not really like, my hands aren't dirty, right? And I like to be in the trenches because I, like I said earlier, like I love what I do. So I want to be involved with that. And it's like, I'm still young. I don't want to try to like build myself out of it into a place of retirement or just be completely passive. Uh, I really want to be active and I really want to build a culture and I really want to build a system that can grow into something beautiful and big. But like, I really want to manage the culture as much as possible. So 
as I was going through this last six months, I started to feel these like senses of complacency, right? Where I was telling, I was telling my girlfriend this like multiple times, like I kind of feel like I'm not doing enough, right? And the reason why is like I've done a good enough job of building myself out of it and lucky enough to have the team where I can do that. But I got to a point where I felt like I just feel like I want to do more. I want to take more on. But now I'm taking that next step. And I've already seen my schedule probably three or four X just in the last five days since making the decision on this building. And it's only going to get busier throughout the summer. And to wrap the whole moral of the story is like, there's, there's this discomfort in growth, right? There's this decision that we need to make that if we want to get better, right? Or if we want to grow into anything, and that's relationships, that's your fitness and your workouts, that's your business career, that's your monetary stuff, like whatever thing that you have set up objectively in front of you, you got to remember that there's going to be periods when you look at this kind of like, you know, if you look at like a stock market graph over the time, when you look at a macro point of view of a century of 100 years, it just looks like it's kind of trended up. And then we think about like the 2008, you know, recession. You think about all these periods where every 10 to 15 years we have these huge drops in the stock market. Seems like the end of the world. But when you look at it in the macro, it doesn't look that crazy, right? It doesn't seem that volatile. When you look at it really zoomed into one specific time, it can feel crazy. Um, and that's one thing to just kind of remind yourself is these periods of growth, I think it's really, really important to not only just like understand that A, you are the one making the decision to grow, right? So don't complain about the work that's about to come for the result that will come in the future from that work. Uh, and that goes the same thing, opposite directions, right? So really embracing the change, but also understanding that like, if you want to get somewhere that you're currently not, you have to do something that you're currently not, right? So if I want to get stronger in the gym or I want to change up my routine and I'm only training twice a week, like I obviously have to change something. I have to change the volume. I have to change the stimulus. That's how everything in life works. And I'm going through this period where I come out of a six months phase of me saying that like, it's okay to enjoy those slow moments. Right. And I think it's, you know, when you look at everything in the macro, there's going to be moments in your life where you're kind of okay being flatlined. And that's not the end of the world. I think it's important for you guys and us to really embrace those slower moments and understand that it's not linear. Life is not going to be easy and it's not supposed to be easy. And especially if you're someone that has very, very ambitious goals. Um, and if you're someone that doesn't really have a lot of goals, also, that's okay. Like I look at, to be honest with you, as I've gotten older, I've gotten more and more away from goal setting, right? Because I think goal setting personally for me is sometimes just taken me out of the, I don't want to say it's made me anxious because I'm not really that anxious of a person, but it's like, why put all these things in my head that I want to accomplish right away when I can really just enjoy the moment and focus on being better than what I was previously the last minute, right? And I try not to zoom out too much, right? Like just really like, am I doing something productive for that day, right? Um, I had this in my notes for my, it was just an idea that my girlfriend gave me as she was talking about her day. And she was like, came home and she's like, I had such a good day. I was so productive. I, you know, I closed some wrecks at work. I got some stuff done at the house. And you know, I think it was during her like spring cleaning day that she had a few weeks ago. And it just goes to show you that like, we feel good when we're being productive, right? We feel good when we're doing something that we know is going to give us this potential to grow. Um, and we need to embrace those moments because there's going to be times where you're going to start to feel like, wow, I'm working too much and I'm starting to burn out and I'm like overdoing what I'm doing. Having the ability to self-reflect and really be honest with yourself of, am I doing enough or is that that reward of at the top of the mountain really going to be worth it for me? 
99 out of 100 times they'll always be worth it but sometimes like you need to find those balances between the dull moments where sometimes you feel like you're going backwards or those flat moments where you feel like you're not really growing you're not really going backwards and then there's moments of growth right leaning into all of them is i think is a huge decision for all of us because like you know for me the what i was going to title this podcast was the slingshot effect which is basically this idea that like we go through moments of kind of down times or flat times or just really where we're not really seeing like a lot of growth. And then when we take that growth and we level up, it kind of slingshots us, right? So what I mean by that is like right now I'm about to lose a lot of work-life balance, right? I'm gonna like not gonna be able to do as much as I normally could. So maybe some family has time, has to be sacrificed, social time. My hobbies have to be sacrificed a little bit. I'm going to spend a lot of money to build something out that I know can provide all that stuff back in return down the road, right? So if you look at kind of my life and my financial part, like, and that goes for you guys too, we have moments where we're kind of like, okay, we're like somewhere in the middle, we're just hovering or flatlining almost, and then we feel like we go backwards, right? No more time, spending a lot of money. Holy fuck, this is scary. I'm making all these sacrifices. This is super uncomfortable financially for me. This is super uncomfortable for me socially. You know, all these things. And then boom, you know, the thing will take off and it sends you up. So that kind of slingshot effect of like flatline, drop down, shoot yourself back up. That's how life works, right? I think there's this fine balance between flatlines, going backwards a little bit to take, you know, 100 steps forward. And these moments of growth for you, you have to remember, like, you're just, you're always going to do something more than you've done in the past because that's where growth comes from. You don't just organically get growth from doing the same thing over and over again. You might get some level of growth, which over time it can compound into a huge thing in the macro. But when you think about a yearly perspective, a monthly perspective, you know, sometimes even a decade perspective, um, you know, I love the quote that people overestimate what they can do in a year and underestimate what they can do in a decade. And my favorite way to think about that is where were you with 365 days ago and where were you 10 years ago? Um, those two things feel like very dramatic things, right? Um, dramatic differences, I mean, meaning where I was 10 years ago is a completely different person. Where I was a year ago, different, but eh, not crazy different, right? So just to kind of wrap it up, I know this is more of a personal story and I try not to really talk too much about myself because I don't like listening to people that only talk about themselves too but the reason why i share this story with you guys is to understand that there's going to be points in your life there's going to be points in your training there's going to be points in your health there's going to be points in your business career where you're gonna feel like things are going well there's this kind of maintenance level that we're in and if you're okay with being in maintenance and you'll have a really ambitious goal in front of you right now currently you don't need to make one up because you need to have one because you don't need to have one. You don't need to have a goal right now. Goals, I think, and a lot of these things organically happen, right? Um, I was telling this story in date night this week to my girlfriend that like, I was like, I can't believe I almost opened location two back in 2019. We almost took over a building on Middlefield in Palo Alto. And I'm telling you right now, thank God I did not make that decision. Not only was I don't think I was mentally ready because i wasn't mature enough in my business career to really maybe operate both of those things it was very easy for me to just get like over excited about it i've made so much growth in my business personally for like how i run the business and so much change but then again like you learn as you go right but i think a lot of it is just like understanding that like fate organically these things will happen at the right pace um you know i had four buildings in a row that i wanted to sign and i wanted the building 
and I was sleep. I was up. I had sleepless nights of me literally like, how would I set up the gym? And then the building would fall through. And I'm like, fuck, that sucks. Oh, that sucks, right? So you go through these moments where you feel like you're kind of getting beat up and you feel like nothing's really going right. And these experiences that you go through are the things that are going to make you better. They're the things that are going to harden you, make you a little bit more resilient mentally because those are the things that are going to give you the lessons, right? Those are the things that are going to remind you when the good thing does happen. There's a reason why that shit didn't work out, right? Um, I think about that relationships with like my girlfriend. I'm like, there's a reason why my past relationships didn't work because I was meant to be with this person, right? Or there's a reason why I didn't change industries because I was meant to be doing this. Or there's a reason why I wasn't supposed to have those four buildings because I was meant to do this, right? Um, and when you get into those vehicles and you get into those moments in your life, you really will have a fond appreciation of the work that was required to get there. Um, and an understanding that sacrifice is never easy, right? Sacrificing things in your life. And I'm someone that talks about balance more than anybody else that I know of in my life and my kind of environment because I preach balance more than that. But balance is dynamic. This is why I put, I'm showing my Switzer, pursuit of balance. In order to find balance, sometimes you need to lose balance. It's crazy that sound, right? In order for me to find balance for what I want my goals in my life financially or what I want my business or what I want the community for the culture that I'm trying to build, whatever it is, whatever I'm trying to support my family, whatever those things are, Sometimes in order to achieve those things, I need to sacrifice different pieces, right? Um, and that's where pursuit of balance came for me, right? In order to have the social well-being, in order to have the physical health, in order to have emotional and mental resilience, right? In order to have everything that's very dynamic inside of health, there's going to be moments where you have to take time to really hang out and be in maintenance mode and be okay with that and enjoy that. There's going to be moments where you're actually going to go backwards in some of those areas, but those moments are going to slingshot you forward so you can be better in every other area, right? Because those experiences, those things that you're doing, like you're building that grit. Um, and those things, I think, are really what make us strong as humans. Um, but it doesn't need to be this constant dedication towards always wanting to grow, right? I think this hyper kind of mentality of work, 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 and try to grow, 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 like... Life can be long, life can be short, but life is pretty long, right? And I know it's a perspective, you can look at it either way. If you play the long game, if you look at things over a horizon of 50 years, it's easier to find a pace that works. If you look at things that I'm not where I need to be, I'm not at the position, I'm not making money, I'm not married yet, I don't have this house yet, I don't have that deadlift weight, you know, because you're looking in the micro. When you play the long game, you find an appreciation for the tides to switch and the tides to relax, right? There's going to be moments where it's fucking chaotic. You're going through that growth. It's hard. It's depleting. You're just low on energy. There's going to be moments where you feel like you're going backwards. It's super stressful. You're questioning everything you're doing. Then there's going to be moments where the sea is calm. You're just floating around, just, just enjoying the environment around you. And just, I think those moments is really what you need to cherish. I'm getting out of that phase. I'm getting out of this calm water i'm getting out of this appreciation for what i've built in my life already for myself in all areas of life not just business right and i think for you guys if i can share that story of something that you can really take home is understand that there will be rough waters understand that there'll be times where you need to fucking really work a little bit harder to achieve that thing that you want for yourself but then there's going to be a time where you accomplish a certain thing or you achieve a certain thing and 
you don't need to always just kind of roll it back into the next thing you can but don't be afraid to really take time to reflect back on yourself and like what do you need right for me i've realized getting out of the go 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 mentality 100 percent of the time taking time to take days off taking time to read in the morning taking time to golf during the weekday it might not be productive for my business it might not be productive for me personally, financially, to not be working six days a week because someone that's working six and working five, they're working one more day a week, right? They're working 52 more days a year than I am. So maybe they can accomplish this thing to achieve whatever that goal is in the shorter term. But that's not me, right? Like I want to find something that's in alignment for myself, right? And that all the things that I think are really the hardest thing to achieve down is like, what's that one thing for you or what's the multiple things for you that are going to keep you in alignment for what you need? Never, ever do something to fit into society. Never do something to please somebody else only, right? You have to make yourself the priority and you have to work at a pace that's, you know, that's easy. For, I don't want to say easy for you, but that's that's aligned for you, right? I mean, that's the thing about alignment is like obviously finding things that make sense to you. So. I don't want to keep rambling on because this is what I do best, but I hope you guys enjoyed the story a little bit. I hope you guys can really take the the time to reflect from my own personal story and what I see for myself and other people that all those things are cyclical and they have the ups, the downs, and the flats and really learning to enjoy all those things, but understand to wrap the whole point of the story up that if you really, really want to level up in any area of your life, you're going to do more things than you haven't done in the past. You're going to feel very, very uncomfortable in a lot of different areas of uncomfortable, and you're going to have to make a lot of sacrifices to get there. But the good thing is that work that you need to do to accomplish those things, you will get used to doing them because you've done them before. And the more times that you can provide reps, the more times that you can provide data that what you're doing is actually working, then the more confidence you can build with yourself to even accomplish bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger things over the course of your life. Don't play the game of life in a very micro point of view with your goals. Like when you look at whatever goals you have for yourself, they don't, they could be small, they could be big. Understand you have a lot of time to play the game, right? And the game is the fun part, right? The game is what we should be excited to play because the game of life is the opportunity that we get every day to keep coming back to. Um, so I'm going to stop it there. Hope you guys enjoyed that one. I will talk to you guys next week. I'm going to try to get back on a little bit more health and fitness because I feel like the last two weeks I've just been, you know, I wanted to really share some of the journey of like what I've been kind of going through with some things. But at the end of the day, this is more about helping you guys, providing you guys education, some structure, some accountability, and motivation to live a little better life, have more of a holistic point of view in what you're doing, and to keep pursuing balance. See you guys later.